Today in business from Wired. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in business from Wired. Elon Musk's Twitter plans would mean less free speech for many. The platform has a history of standing up to governments. Its billionaire suitor wants to follow their rules to the letter. By Vittoria Elliott. In March 2021, a Turkish court ordered the news site Daikin to remove a critical story about an ally of the country's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Yaman Akdeniz, a Turkish lawyer and digital rights activist, posted a tweet urging his followers to read the story before the decision went into effect. Then the court ruled that his tweet also needed to be removed. But for more than a year, Twitter has defied the order, allowing the tweet to remain up. If Elon Musk had owned Twitter then... Akdeniz might have been out of luck. Though the SpaceX founder's purchase of the company has been plagued with issues, it still appears that he is poised to take over the platform. Despite his insistence that he will make Twitter a haven for free speech, Musk's vision for content moderation is to comply with local laws. My preference is to hew close to the laws of countries in which Twitter operates, he tweeted on May 9th. If the citizens want something banned, then pass a law to do so, otherwise it should be allowed. In the U.S., which has a highly permissive definition of free speech protected by the First Amendment, Musk's approach would force Twitter to allow all manner of content that is, as lawyers say, awful but lawful, including overt racism and doxing. But protections for free speech are weaker in many other countries, including Turkey, India, and Russia. A standard of only allowing what is permitted by law would result in less free speech on Twitter, not more. In many countries, Twitter is rarely the most popular platform, but its function as a hub for activists, journalists, and politicians means it punches above its weight in its role in shaping public discourse, says Pratik Wagre, policy director at the Internet Freedom Foundation in Delhi. Currently, Twitter does frequently comply with government requests to block or remove material, especially if it violates the company's terms of service. But the platform also often rejects takedown requests, as it did in Akdeniz's case. Between January and July of 2021, Twitter complied with legal demands just over 54% of the time, but the rate varies heavily from country to country. In Russia, where Twitter responds to only 8% of government takedown requests, the company refused to censor content related to the 2021 protests in support of opposition politician Alexei Navalny. This led to swift reprisal. Roskomnadzor, the government entity overseeing technology and communications, throttled the platform. 
The government claimed that this was because Twitter was refusing to remove content related to child exploitation and suicide, but it had already publicly threatened to punish social media companies for allowing content that encouraged people to protest. In countries where they think a request doesn't comply with a country's local law or their own reading of the local law, they might push back and say they're not going to comply with it, says Ali Funk, Freedom House Research Director for Technology and Democracy. Companies can also look to documents like Article 19 of the Universal Declaration on Human Rights, which protects the right to free expression, says Jason Pielemeyer, Policy Director of the Global Network Initiative. This is a document that many countries in the world, not just the U.S., have ostensibly signed on to and agreed upon, he says. Twitter declined to comment in detail about its current approach to government requests. All U.S.-based social media companies have to comply with the rules that countries set to operate within their borders. But many countries have laws that allow governments to crack down on vaguely defined categories of speech, making it easy to silence dissent and criticism. For example, India's new IT rules prohibit material that threatens public order or decency. A regulation in Indonesia is similarly capacious. Twitter is one of few spaces in Russia for free expression, says Natalia Krapiva, technology legal counsel at Access Now. In places like Russia, laws are intentionally broad and vague, which means the government can choose how and when they want to enforce it. And countries have begun ratcheting up pressure on platforms to comply with their demands. In India, where rules require that platforms acknowledge government requests within 24 hours and respond within 15 days, Twitter's removal rate is 89%. If it refuses to comply with demands, its staff could be held legally responsible under what some experts have dubbed hostage-taking laws. The rules were instated shortly after the Indian government pressured Twitter to remove posts from the hashtag FarmerGenocide. The company temporarily suspended more than 250 accounts before reversing the ban. In a blog post, Twitter explained why it refused to block a subset of the accounts belonging to journalists, activists, or politicians. To do so, we believe, would violate their fundamental right to free expression under Indian law. But the IT rules have since forced the company to comply with other requests. In April 2021, the Indian government issued more takedown requests, this time for content critical of its mishandling of the country's brutal second coronavirus wave. In the face of government failure, Twitter was a vital resource in helping many Indians find open ICU beds, food, and oxygen, allowing people to disseminate resources and amplify calls for help. The IT law, as it currently is, allows the government to order secret blocking orders that platforms can't disclose, says Wagre. Though every company has complied, Wagre says only Twitter reported the takedown order to the Lumen database, which allows members of civil society to identify whether some content has been blocked which underscores both the presence and importance of Twitter's backbone. When international human rights law conflicts with an order handed down by a repressive government, a platform that's sincerely committed to free speech must be willing to risk being punished for civil disobedience, or even to be shut out of that market, as in Iran and China. Fighting back, even in seemingly small ways, like publicizing a secret government order, can make a difference. It's not clear that Musk has any indication to fight at all. In fact, he seems not to have given much thought to any of these hard questions, says Wagre. After insisting that Twitter doesn't allow enough free speech, he appeared in a video with EU industry chief Thierry Breton and declared that the EU's new Digital Services Act, which imposes significant content moderation obligations on social platforms, is exactly aligned with my thinking. Wagre attributes these conflicting statements to Musk's ignorance, but he's setting the content moderation conversation back about decade. 
If Musk takes over Twitter, the brunt of those decisions will likely fall on journalists and activists around the world. In Turkey, Akdeniz has watched the list of content that the government might censor continue to expand. I don't know how much Elon will care about Twitter outside the U.S., he says. I don't know how people like myself will be affected. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.